What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome I'm back persistent. to the Why I Never Quit. We interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Jack Cunningham. Now, Jack is a senior purchasing manager at Henkel with seven years of experience in sourcing and purchasing within large corporate supply chains. His roles within sourcing have taken him to three different continents and have opened his eyes to how consumer goods are made and how large complex supply chains operate. So he's got a lot to share with us here today. Now, Jack, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Jack, how you feeling today? Feeling great, great. Thanks for having me on the show, Kojo. Great, Jack. I'm happy to have you on. Now, Jack, I'm real, real, real excited to have you on the show today. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll right into that first question. If you don't mind me asking, why? Why did you become a purchasing manager? So it's a little bit more complex than just choosing the job. So I kind of fell into being a purchasing manager. So Back at uh, Penn State, where I went to college, I got a degree in industrial engineering, which is more of a manufacturing degree where you work in plants, but I didn't want to work in a manufacturing plant. So a little conundrum there. But uh, I also wanted to work for a large electronics company. And I was applying to a bunch of different roles. And I found this role at Philips Electronics for a metal supply, metal uh, component supply job. So I ended up getting the role, and it was a commodity sourcing role. Uh, and that's kind of how I fell into the job of becoming uh, a purchasing manager. I uh, applied to a role, got the job, and kind of took it from there. Very, very nice, Jack. Now, I have to ask, you said that you uh, had an industrial engineering degree, was it? It's correct. Yes, industrial engineering degree. Now, Jack, if you don't mind taking me through the step-by-step process, take me back to step one of you even deciding to, you know, get into your engineering degree and what your career path was like and how that how it changed over time. So uh, back in the high school, I was I was really good at math and not so good at the, the language arts. Right. So I had a, a very a mind that's adapt for math and my reading and writing skills are, are to be desired. Um, so going into college, I know that I wanted to focus on a a math or some sort of science degree. Um, I was in looking into the engineering department and found out industrial engineering is a good math based and a mix between business and engineering. So I found this as a really good fit for me. And as I was getting my degree, you know, learning more and more about manufacturing, about how big companies operate and produce their goods and services, I was getting to the end there and uh, really was looking for how does this fit into my, my career goals, right? I wanted to be more on the business side, but like the math and this is why the, the job at Phillips, which I fell into, fit perfectly, right? It's it's on the business acumen, being a purchasing manager. You're talking with suppliers, uh, you're negotiating, but you're also crunching the numbers. You're deep into the numbers, into the math. You know, what looks right? Are these costs all correct? And trying to optimize how our supply base works and how we can implement savings. Very, very, very nice. Now, you've told me about the math and science 
that you liked when you were uh, younger now. If you could even take me back a little bit further, what do you think were some other childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? I have this uh, trait where I am obsessive about little projects or things. So I think that this obsessiveness or getting really deep into the details is what um, is how I got here today. So when I was in, in high school, I loved to, to skateboard, right? And so I wouldn't stop with practicing one trick until I, I got it down. I remember this one time in my friend's backyard, I was trying to land this one trick on his half pipe and I was there for four hours and my knees were bleeding and everything. But when I finally got it right, I stopped and moved on. So I think that that consistency and need to look for opportunities until it finally comes up has, has gotten me to, to the success in, in my career where I am today. I love that answer right there, Jack. I love that answer right there. Now, Jack, what is an average day like for a guy like you? So there really isn't an average day. So uh, every day is a little bit different. So it includes speaking with vendors. Uh, look, And so the idea of a purchasing manager is to increase the bottom line within uh, an organization and also make sure that we have the components or supply that we need to make our finished goods. So I talk to my daily vendors, make sure supply is going as planned, um, talk about upcoming projects. Um, we see, okay, do we have any business or projects in the future that they could get more business out of? Award either additional components, more raw materials to them, and escalate any issues that we might have in our supply base to management. Also negotiate large contracts as well. So this is for every salesperson that a supplier has. There's someone like me in an organization um, representing the organization and negotiating on behalf of them. Also, I, I travel and visit vendors in their manufacturing facilities. And that's why you mentioned earlier, I've been able to go to several different continents. Um, if you have international vendors, I go to their production sites. I've been into visiting production sites in Brazil in Southeast Asia and Europe, and of course here in the United States and Mexico as well. Very, very, very nice. Now, Jack, with all that traveling, I have to ask you, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? So I enjoy most about learning about new markets. So working for big consumer goods companies is, is one thing, but our supply base, it's a lot you don't think of as a consumer going to the store. You pick up a detergent bottle. You learn about where those those where those raw materials out of that detergent come from, those suppliers. There's different markets in that supply base. And then you think about the bottle or the cap. You know, where did those come from? Who made those? You know, how is that made? So you really learn about the entire supply chain process, which I think is very interesting. And of course, traveling, I love to meet new people, learn about different places. And when you go to different countries and you're on a business trip, you learn about how the people work and live there on a daily basis. And you get a lot of the inside scoop on what's going on with the, the local economy and how people live there, which I really find interesting. Very nice. Very nice. But of course, Jack, the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least? So what do I enjoy the least? Um, there's a lot of supply crises that we have to deal with as, as purchasing managers. So if a natural disaster strikes, so if you see a hurricane on the news and wipes out uh, an entire um, region on the Gulf Coast or something might happen in a different country that you might not even think twice about, that impacts our supply base. 
or most recently when the Suez Canal was blocked, goods couldn't get from mm-hmm. from uh, through the Mediterranean into uh, manufacturing sites in Europe, which creates a whole load of chaos. If our companies can't produce the finished goods they need to operate, um, then that is an issue, of course. So it's dealing with the supply crises and the never-ending situations that can possibly come up. So it's being you have to be prepared for anything. Very, very nice. And Jack, I got to ask you, after this interview is done, what's up with these gas prices and why are they still high because of this Texas freeze that happened so long ago? So we're <laughs> going to talk about that a little bit after, Jack, because you're going to have some, to have some answers for me and the rest of the podcast. Now, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll see what I, can, what I can give you. Now, Jack, I have to ask this right here is my absolute favorite question and jack i think we we uh grew up in the same area we were just talking about that too before the podcast we me and jack actually grew up in the same uh county so uh this question right here the answer to this question is going to be very interesting jack that is do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today in general no so i think it's important to if you want to become a purchasing manager usually a college degree is required of some sort. So the grades to get into a college and graduate, of course, matter. Uh, But after your first job, no one's going to ask about your GPA. So the grades you get necessarily don't matter, but I think what's important is the information that's, that's absorbed. And for being a purchasing manager, people skills is the number one priority. You need to know how to talk to your suppliers, how to word things correctly, and just a passion for digging into the numbers too. But that doesn't really necessarily require good grades. It is uh, your own drive that gets you there. Very, very, very nice. I love how people always, everybody always puts in the fact that you have to have soft skills, no matter what job it is. Soft skills are very, very, very important. So make sure that you guys have them. School always discourages them. I, in my opinion, I don't know about you, Jack, but back when I was in school, the all the teachers uh, told me to stop talking to, to the classmates uh, while they're talking. Or, but it's very important to to be social too, to have a, a skill of speaking and uh, getting the message across to different people. So, Jack, I love that you brought that up. It's not just the grades that matter. And I'm going to break down this next question for you just a little bit here, because this word gets tossed around willy nilly. And that is what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? So being a purchasing manager, of course, you're responsible for all of the goods that large companies purchase. So they're, they're in their supply chains. And what comes down to this is the sustainability that's in our supply chains, which I think that large corporations and what they buy have huge impacts on the market and how we gain sustainability. So the largest impact that I have is what I can make from a sustainability, progress sustainability within a a corporate supply chain. So this goes from anything from using recycled plastics instead of using plastics that are freshly manufactured. This is a big initiative across all consumer goods companies, and it's uh, something that I I help personally implement into supply chains. With procurement functions, it goes into raw materials as well, Um, making sure they're sustainably sourced, making sure everything's ethically sourced as well. So it uh, is paying paying your suppliers and making sure that they pay their employees a fair wage, making sure they're treating them fairly. And as 
the end customer, myself, as for a lot of these suppliers, we have a lot of impact on what we can push as a terms of ethically and sustainably sourced materials. And that's how I try and make my impact on a day-to-day basis within the, the corporate world. I love that answer right there. I love that answer right there. Now, Jack, you have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long, but we are down to that last one. And that is, if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now, who wants to be in the position that you are in today, what would that be? I'd say have have the drive. Anyone can get decent grades. I, I have the drive to to do what you want to do. So go the extra mile. Pay attention to the details. Often the best opportunities are found areas where there's no one looking. So have the drive to look at what no one's looking at. Try to explore those areas of opportunities, whether it's in a new profession, degree, but Purchasing managers come from all sorts of different backgrounds. So one of my, my friends in college who studied psychology is now the same position I am in a different company. So it's really trying to have that drive and and going for, for the end there. I love that answer right there, Jack. You have been answered, you have answered every single question absolutely perfectly all interview long. I could not have asked for better answers from anybody else here today. So, Jack, I need you to help me out. I need you to help me out right now. I need something, whether it's a website, social media, even a book, something that I can leave in the description below to promote you so that my audience can reach yours. Please shout it out right now. So you can take a look at my blog. Uh, It's called nickelanddimedecade.com. And this is more of my creative outlet for, for finance everything finance and uh, investing. So I, uh, I write articles once a week about different investment uh, ideas or different personal finance tips. So you can, you can look at my blog and learn a little bit more about me there. And I have some links to what a purchasing manager is in my description there as well. So you can learn a little bit more about what it takes to, to be a purchasing manager at a, a large global company. Perfect, perfect. And everybody, please hit that link in the description below. It is the only link that you need in order to figure out how to become a purchasing manager. So please hit that link in the description below. Again, Jack has been an excellent, excellent, excellent guest all interview long. And I have to thank him once again. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Jack helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. If you like today's episode, but feel like you still need an extra push, make sure to follow me on Clubhouse for free confidence coaching at Kojo the Goat. Again, that's at Kojo the Goat on Clubhouse. Subscribe. Leave a comment and make sure to follow all our social media channels at YI Network. All inquiries, please email Kojo at YINetwork.com. Talk to you soon, guys.